Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. to the sock drawer i'm dusty and i'm salem and we have been training our entire lives for this moment what <laughs> okay yeah i don't believe you well i, I i've been training have, have you not been training no i just thought talk and it works oh well <laughs> that's exactly what we're gonna do <laughs> Let's start off with a question. Well, actually, you're listening to the sock drawer, and uh, we have a good number of topics in store for uh, for today, for this week. Uh, topics including positivity and happiness, Yay. or perhaps strange dreams. Yeah. So we got a lot in store for you guys. We've also got the mead test that we're going to be doing. Uh, our mead test for today is a blueberry mead, so we're going to be getting into that. But uh, to start things off, um, why would anyone eat pancakes? I actually have no clue because I don't like pancakes. That's like that's been bothering me for a while. Why would you subject yourself to pancakes when waffles exist? Especially since the same batter is used for waffles. You just have to change it up a bit. You change it up a little bit. And then it tastes better. Yes. But like the crunchiness of of waffles, the fact that they are they're designed to like store little pockets of syrup within pancakes it runs off and it goes away and you're stuck with pancake no 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 no. see pancakes they absorb the they? syrup yeah 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 what you see in the commercials they're actually using engine oil ew yeah right okay. because engine oil doesn't absorb into the pancakes okay. and so it's good for the advertisement I gotcha. they also put little pieces of cardboard in between each one to make it look the stack look really really big okay. advertising 101 but actually you know what the better question is what why don't you like pancakes because they're gross. That, that doesn't they're, they're really, absolutely... Is it the texture, taste? Yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's the texture. Like, the taste of pancakes is actually not too bad, but I've also noticed something. You give me a stack of, like, three pancakes, I can maybe eat, like, a quarter of it, maybe two-thirds if I, if I try really hard. But, like, then I'm sitting there with a third of a pancake, uh, uh, I don't want to eat this. And yet, I've seen you eat crepe. Is that not a pancake? Crepes are a pancake, and they're also something that I'm going to probably pronounce four different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Crepe. But um, crepes are a pancake, and that's true. But they're nice, teeny, tiny little flat things. And then the cool thing about crepes is that they got this this uh, cream that you put with them, and you can put your strawberries with them, and you roll them up into a little crepe tortilla. Some sort of thing, you know, and then... I'll admit, I think the only reason why I like crepes is I can fill it with all kinds of stuff. But I don't know why you had to ask that, because they are two completely different things. Yes, they are quote-unquote pancakes. I was just checking with you. But they are completely Because I know what, I don't eat pancakes. Why do you not eat pancakes? Because when I was growing up, my mom cooked pancakes every day, because that's all dad wanted. Every day? Every day. All day? Not all day, just oh, breakfast. Okay. All right, every day, just breakfast. Just breakfast. Just breakfast. Until I got old enough to go, hey, mom, can I make my own breakfast? And I discovered the world of cereal. Oh, geez. How did you? How did you do your cereal? Did you do like um? Did you do like cereal milk? Well, see, 
At first, I put milk on it, and then I realized, according to house rules, you have to drink that milk, and it tastes disgusting. So I stopped eating cereal with milk and used it as a snack instead. You just ate straight-up cereal. I do that to this day. What was your favorite straight-up cereal to just eat? When I was a kid, Frosted Flakes. Honestly, yeah. You know what? I can see that. One, I actually hated Frosted Flakes with milks because, like... You you have like here's here's Frosted Flakes with milk. Here is the new name for Frosted Flakes. Ready? Ready mm-hmm. for this? Yeah. You've got five seconds to eat the cereal. Go. <laughs> that is so true, actually. And then and it then, gets then it's it gets lip flakes. Limp and gross, but the milk is delicious afterward. I, I wouldn't know. Absolutely delicious. Now, as afterward. an adult, I eat the strawberry shredded wheat. Strawberry shredded wheat. I can dope. snack on that all day. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I don't know. I was always... I should have you over for breakfast sometimes so you can see this. I was always cereal, milk, and you know, whatnot. My favorite cereal was um, Honey Bunch of Oats and Golden Grams. Those were... Oh, that's, those... What, that's what my son loves. Golden Grams are just Now, so you want weird. Good. My father takes his Honey Bunch of... Or Honey... Not cereal. Yeah. The Cheerios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheerios. And he pours water on it. Um. Okay. He doesn't like milk, so his cereal is... Got water. All right, then. I uh, just lost, like, <laughs> I lost everything. I lost my will to live right there. I'm, I'm just, wow. Just water? Yep. Honestly, you know what? Good for him. It saves it's, him, like, it's, how much How much money does milk cost? These would... days, a lot. Fun fact. Puerto Rico. If you go to buy milk in Puerto Rico, it costs, like, seven bucks a gallon. Wow. Yeah, right? That was, a, that was a fun fact. They don't have Manuel. cows? I, I'm, I'm sure they do. Then why is it so expensive? Retarded inflation. Uh, Just like crazy inflation and nobody's going to do anything about it. I don't think. That's anyway. a good thing he came over to our country. I suppose. Well, Puerto is our country, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it, it, to the mainland. Yeah, to the mainland. <laughs> to the mainland. Tell him to go to Aldi's. It's the cheapest milk out there. So, did we ever learn what happened to the goldfish in the freezer? It disappeared from the freezer. Okay. And it's not in the fridge. Okay. I kind of found it again. You ever notice I have a cat scratching post? Yes. And there's like a box with like a hole in it the cats go in? Yeah, yeah. I found it in there when I was cleaning. So, we now know the culprit. I don't think the cats are going in the freezer or the fridge, but they are in the cat scratching post. I'll give you that. Didn't you send me a picture like a couple of days ago of the the fat potato looking cat that you've got? Yeah, Cinder. Yes. Cinder on the fridge. Oh yeah, on top of the fridge. Yes. So tell me, it's not your cat. <laughs> Go on. How's he gonna open the door? I, he's he's he he opens he opens other doors, right? Yeah, he gets in the cupboard. That is true. See. See, cats are crafty. But why the goldfish? I don't know. Okay. It, it could be it could be anything next, but the goldfish are the current target. Yeah, I actually got mad at Cinder the other night. Why? I have a squirt bottle for when he's bad. Yes. So I put it on top of the fridge so he wouldn't get up there so I could sleep through the night, no problem. So what do you do? Get up on the top of the fridge and knock it off. So okay. I woke up by thunk, thunk. <laughs> I'm like, that didn't deter you at all. <laughs> he goes, ah, look at this. It is my arch nemesis, the spray bottle. <laughs> Thunk! Ha 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 ha! Cat victory! 
Yeah, the spray bottle is only intimidating when you have it in your hand. I'm realizing this. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got like an angry expression of, oh, I'm gonna beat this fucking cat. No, instead I was laying in bed going, do I care enough to go out there and deal with this? At least you're a better cat parent than I am, because my cat can just do anything that they want. And I'll just go, oh, she's such a good little kitty. Oh, I love you so much. And they start purring and I melt. No wonder she doesn't do anything you want her to do. What do you mean? She does everything I want her to do. Like like, like what? Sleep. Uh-huh. And eat. Uh-huh. And and use the litter box. Okay. And that's that's it. Can I be your cat? No. Because that sounds like an easy life. It is an easy life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine doing nothing all day? And then sleeping afterwards? No, but I'm willing to try. So am I. <laughs> oh, man. I have not slept for three days straight. Why? Uh, well, my, my record is like 16 hours. I'm trying for three days straight. Trying to sleep, but my record so far is sleeping 16 hours straight. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Bop. So. <laughs> Only if I'm sick can I sleep that long. <laughs> right. So let's, uh, let's get on to um, uh, one of our more major topics of today and uh this was given to us by our friend who we mentioned a couple podcasts ago about his birthday oh yes uh, same person same person look yes. at that okay uh he sent us the question of positivity and happiness is it a choice is it really as simple as just be happy there's a song about that I'm trying to think of it. Yes, but if it's copyrighted, don't sing it. There's a song about it. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of what that song is. Well, while you're thinking... I'm trying to I, think of like the title of that song. I, What's I, the title of that song? I don't know. Probably Be Happy. Probably. We shouldn't worry about it. And just be happy. I'm just going to smack you. <laughs> I wonder if that carries on a microphone. Uh, let's not find... Oh, ah! <laughs> Let us know if that carried on the microphone, please. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with It Is A Choice. Is it a choice? It is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Go ahead and uh, give me your explanation behind uh, happiness being a choice. Uh, you sound very sarcastic over there. Okay. But, because um, literally, if I'm having a bad day, I just look around. Oh, and there's I'm... another song. Because you had a bad no! day. No! <laughs> All I have to do is look around and find something, anything that makes me happy. It could be something as small as my... You know, my phone is a, a beautiful shade of pink and it just cheers me up and I get back into a happy mood. That's it. That, that's all you got to do. That's all I do. Wow. That's how I'm me. Ladies and gentlemen, depression cured. Just look at your phone. <gasps> look at that pretty color and you're all good to go. Well, no, this isn't depression. You're asking if positivity and happiness <clears throat> I know. is a choice. I know. And I know a lot of people that are dear friends of mine that once they start feeling down, they look for more reasons to feel down and they spiral. See, I know uh, if ever I need to know if I'm being positive, I I have to go get a an STD test for that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to stay over here now. Well, Mr. Salem, I hope your attitude is as positive as these test results. Okay, we're getting separate water bottles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of water bottles, it is a great idea that you have decided to go, hey, we should probably have them right here. Well, after I ended up coughing last time, I figured it makes sense. God, Look, I had a good idea and you gave me credit for it. Write it on the calendar. Wow. All right, so positivity and happiness is it a choice. Um, what do you think? I actually 
did not spend any time to try to rack my brain about this topic because I wanted to make it as spontaneous as possible as we were recording. Uh, so I, I never really took the time to think about it, but I guess with the limited time that I have to think about it right now, mm-hmm. positivity and happiness, um, I myself, I, I tend to find happiness in the little stuff as well. Um, I tend to think differently from a lot of people and then it the things I think about make me happy, but they'll make other people kind of look at you weird. Well, happiness is personal. True. I, I firmly believe in that. I mean, I, True. if I see a puddle, I jump in it just because it's sheer joy for me. Uh, somebody else will avoid it like the plague because they don't want to get wet. But the question I'm avoiding so far is, is it a choice? That is a question. And I I don't know. I, I can't. Because let's say it's not a choice. Let's Let's be hypothetical here. Okay. And say that happiness is not a choice. What is the outside influence for happiness then? If it's not if it's not your choice, what would be the influence for happiness? Is it just like you randomly stumble upon happiness? Is everything just randomness at this point? Yeah, see, I can't even fathom the hypothetical because if a cat jumps on my lap and is purring, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know, but yet if it jumps on somebody else's lap and they're allergic, they throw it off because that makes them upset. It it it's simple things. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that bring you down. Like when I got cancer, yeah, I was depressed for a while, but I looked around and went, wait a minute, I'm still here. I still have people to love. I have, you know, the sky is still blue, and I brought myself out of it. So. I think it comes down to attitude. So, yeah. So, essentially what you're saying is you chose happiness. There's the answer to that that question. You chose it. Yeah. Because I could have just been this wallowing, depressive person in the corner going, life's over, I'm going to die, this is bad. And I chose not to. Which brings me to another, well, sort of. um, I can think of something to kind of add to this whole happiness is it a choice thing. There is someone that, um, well, actually, here's a statistic for you. Uh, if you ever see somebody who is a gas station manager, okay, okay, and they are a woman, and they are over the age of 35. Oh, that's very specific. Very specific. Okay. They are miserable. 100% of the time. You know me. You know what I do for, yes. for a living. I deliver beer to a bunch of places, be it bars, restaurants gas stations i see a lot of gas stations i think uh in the total of a single week i see about 30 gas stations 30 different gas stations all right and you have different people running each one but you have a large majority of them that are run by a woman over the age of 35 and they're all sad all of them are miserable they're all just not sad just a miserable, miserable human being. There's one in particular, and I'm not going to name names. Oh, please don't. There's one in particular that is at a gas station down Erie Boulevard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the fast tracks. Okay. Okay. And um, I was bringing in the product and whatnot, and I, to every single one of my customers, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I am a positive person. 
my test results said so. <laughs> Keep going. And um, she just looks at you. She doesn't say anything. Looks at you. Not a word. And that's just normally you think, okay, this person's having a bad day. Mm -hmm. It's week after week after week after week. It's the same thing again and again and again. This person is just miserable. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I know their story. No, because there's probably a reason behind it. Because I will admit, life can get really down and it's hard to stay positive. And there are people that do have depression, which they can't control. That's out there. I do believe that. But so you can't really judge her because she might be one of those that has to deal with depression every day and doesn't know how to get happy. And that's when I think therapy comes into play. But one thing I know for certain is that they've been the manager at this specific location, which has probably not been a fast track for mm -hmm. ever, but has probably been a different under a different name, blah, 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 since 1997, which is 22 years ago. As a manager, 22 years ago, you have to start off as some sort of tier below manager. Mm -hmm. so, so she worked her way up. Give it a couple of years there. You look at about 24 years as an employee at a gas station. Well, she must enjoy it. Does she? Well, you'd have to ask. But it's... That that could be that could be another thing. Gas station employees, let's be real here. They don't like their jobs. I remember I worked at a gas station once. I made the most of it by working night shift and not having to deal with so many people. But I couldn't imagine managing one. Because no. not only do you have to deal with customers with the whole customers always right bullshit, but you have to deal with your dumbass employees. And let's be honest. There are a lot of dumbass employees. Yeah. Now you're starting to bring me down. Don't do that. We're supposed to be a comedy, remember? <laughs> Sorry. Let's take a laughing break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What are you, Sarah? Yes, I am. <laughs> but this, this, this then goes into another topic, the golden rule. Okay. So we all know what the golden rule is. We were all taught the golden rule in school of do unto others as you would want others to do unto you. That is the golden rule. Yes. Essentially, what it boils down to is be kind. Yes. But the thing is, is that you got a lot of those assholes out there that are warping the words of that golden rule beyond like, I'm going to be an asshole because I don't care if people are an asshole to me. And that's their that's their entire shtick. Yeah, like, I've run into that. I mean, good for you. Again, it's a personal choice. I, yeah, I, it's oh, personal choice. There we go. Yeah, it is because I am not a religious person. Right. But yet, I firmly believe in the golden rule. I don't think the golden rule is a religious thing. Um, uh, some Christians will tell you it is. Okay, but at the end of the day, it's very just a common. It it's should. just a, de a decent common rule. I wish it was, but I don't think it's as prevalent as you know. I, I wonder if you even ask my kids if they know what the golden rule is. Hmm. I, I honestly don't think they do. See, I didn't go to a Catholic school, but they taught us the golden rule. I will admit I learned about it when we were going through the Bible back when I was a child before, you know, I deviated from that path. 
it was not taught in school. Regardless. But it should be a thing that everyone follows. Yeah, religious or not, it's it's the message is clear. Be kind. Yes, which is just uh, which is what I do every day. Why well, not you do? But here's the thing about the golden rule that people don't really take into consideration, or at least they probably don't because they're living their everyday lives, not sitting there going, "Is this a golden rule or not?" Yeah, you know, um, same fucking gas station okay okay i am carrying a you know my hand cart with a bunch of beer in it and it's really heavy mm -hmm. and i have to concentrate pretty freaking hard to make sure that this beer like doesn't fall over you know depending on how you stack it mm -hmm. and sometimes when i'm concentrating i can't speak i can't say things i can't enunciate mm-hmm so I'm bringing in this, you know, order, mm -hmm. or at least this part of an order, and a woman holds the door for me. Well, that's nice. Yes. Holds the door for me, and I, I go through, and I'm, I'm too busy concentrating on making sure this doesn't fall over. Mm -hmm. I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. And I go, and I place my stack down. And I hear her. She has turned to me, and she goes, thank you. Oh, now that's rude. That is the part of the golden rule that I don't like. People will do kindness, and the idea is that do unto others as you would want others unto, done unto you. Mm -hmm. They believe that that kindness to be done unto you has to be done immediately. They, want, they want their instant gratification. They want their kindness to be rewarded. You don't do kind things no. to get the kindness. The golden rule... Do unto others as you would want others done to you, but don't expect it ever no. in return. Always just be kind. Because I'm a firm believer, if I'm kind to someone, they'll be kind to someone else, and it spreads like wildfire, and we get a better place. But if you're being kind to expect someone to acknowledge it and you know give you gratification, you're not being kind. Now, am I sitting here saying that she's wrong? Am I sitting here saying that she's wrong? I mean, I am. I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't say thank you and there was a reason I didn't say thank you it was because I'm trying to concentrate on this stuff. I would have said thank you otherwise. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've I, seen I, you say, do it. I think thank you if somebody does something nice for me all the time. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I do it all the time. The one time I happened to not do it, you got somebody going, Thank you and I just and that's just a letdown. It is. That's just a letdown. That right there, your act of kindness turning into just rudeness does not want to make me reciprocate the kindness in turn. Yeah. Which is sad. It, it, is. it breaks the entire idea of this golden rule. So, I don't know. What do you think? I think as long as you personally continue to be kind, it'll still spread. You have to ignore the ones that are doing it for personal gratification. I don't know. So... I suppose, I don't know, I just, I guess, I guess it's just time to, to move on from that. I think so. So, move on with Because the... by now we've got everyone probably crying in depression in the corner, <laughs> and we can't hug everyone listening. That would take a while. So, so to walk away from this, the golden rule, be kind, and don't expect kindness in return. Just be kind. Just do it to just, make the world better. Just just do it. One little thing at a time. Oh, man, no, we're going to get sued for copyright again. I just said, just do it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right.
right. I begin to think there's nothing we can say that isn't going to be misconstrued. Do we do we do a retake? Is this is this no, is this what it is? No, no we we tend to just go with it. So I let's we'll go just, with we'll just brace we for had the patches over again. Who's patches? Remember patches, the guy we do games with. We talked about him last week. Is he even real? What do you mean is you he talk real? about patches all the time. Yes, he's a very real person. Are you sure about that? I've known him for a long time. How long? Probably a good twenty years. Thank you for dating yourself. Oh, stop! <laughs> Why would you do that? I'm just gonna sit over here now and be quiet. Oh no, I can't. We're on a podcast. You had you had patches over. Yes. Actually, you had patches and me over. I was gonna say it's game night. I usually have my friends over, and you're one of them. Well, until now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking for a new co-host? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, we played a. You know his bag of tricks. Yes. And you know what games we played? Yes. I actually fell in love with one of them. It's on my wish list. I'm hoping someone gets me. It's called Pitch Storm. Remember that one? Yes, I remember Pitch Storm. Why don't you go ahead and describe to everyone okay. Pitch Storm? Pitch Storm is a card game. Okay. So you get three piles of cards on the table. Um, you have the producer who has his cards. And then you have the character cards. And you have the scene cards. Otherwise known as plot. Plot, yes. Thank you. Huh? And what are the producer's cards called again? I don't know. Notes. Notes. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. I only played it once. I played it once too. Yeah, but you have a memory like I don't know, an Go elephant. On. Go on. So anyway, fat. I'm not going to point that out. So um, <laughs> what you do is you choose, you know, you, if you're going to do character or if you're going to do plot and you take your cards okay and you get to look at that card okay like i chose character so i got to look at my cards and i had like four different characters i could choose from now are the characters just like they give you a specific name no it's um you get like i had one that said you know someone that likes dogs i had a snobby art dealer right you know it's different types of people you would see in a movie okay so you got your character cards. You know what your character cards yep. are. Yep. Okay. And then you're given a plot that you don't know until you flip it over after you choose what character card to put on the table. And you get the fun job of describing the movie that character is in in that scene that you've been given. So essentially, you are somebody trying to pitch a movie. Yep. You have, uh, you know what the, say, I choose plots. Yes. I know what my plots are. Yep. I know I want to choose. But you, you have no idea what your, your I want to choose is. the plot of invading Nazi Germany back yep. in 1942. Yep. That is my plot. That is the plot I chose. And then. Okay. And then the character, I don't know what the character is. The character just comes straight. It over. It's random. And so I flip these over and I have 45 seconds to take this character, which just so happens to be Winnie the Pooh, but his shirt is purple. Yep. And, and the plot And then is, you start selling me that movie. And I, I've got to sell you a movie if, involving... If I was the producer person. Winnie the Pooh, but his shirt is purple. And then ha and then halfway through your description of this wonderful movie you've come up with, yes. I'm going to take one of my cards and go, but what if... But what if... And I'm going to change it to, you know, your character would rather sell french fries. And you're going to have to add that in there. Or what if you're on the moon instead? Or... And I just throw something in the mix, and you have to sell me that movie with a new twist. And you've got 45 seconds yes. to just make something as good or as funny or whatever as possible. And then you have everyone do their own pitches to the one person, kind of like Cards Against Humanity's cards are. Yes, 
Very much so. And then this card czar, or this director, yep. chooses the, the favorite one and gives the person... The point. The point. So... And it's just amusing, because this is totally ad-lib. Yeah, 100%. So you have no idea what people are going to come up with. Improvs, all of it. it and, and it's just you rolling on the floor laughing, because the stuff you have to come up with is priceless. I liked it better than Cards Against Humanity, because there you just put your card down and hope it's funny to match the other. Yeah. This is your pure imagination. Yep. You're limited by you. Yep. So. And luckily, my friends I invite over gaming night are very imaginative. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it gets weird. It does. We play D&D. &D. Yes, we do. And emphasis on dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into those stories, are we? No. Can we? I, I think we should move on. Would you Would you recommend Pitchstorm? I would recommend it highly. It's why it's on my wish list. And please buy it for me. Christmas is coming, Mom. But... <laughs> yeah, Mom. <laughs> Did you buy me Pitchstorm? <laughs> oh man. Socks again. J just don't, don't, don't get me the NC-17 version because I have little kids. <laughs> so some of the stuff that's in there is a really, really... Even I got uncomfortable reading the card. So. Oh man, that was fun. It is very that was fun. fun. You, I, no, just you reading those NC seventeen. Oh cards. yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was good. Yeah, some of those were definitely made that, me uncomfortable. Yeah. You guys loved it, but I'm going. I don't know if I can say this. Donkeys and what? Okay, no. Oh, oh, don't. <laughs> I'm don't not go gonna there. go. <laughs> Donkeys and what? Uh -huh. You gotta tell me that one now, because I think you just pulled that one out of your ass. You didn't. I didn't show you the one with that. That this the scene involved a, a a herd of donkeys with large. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. Donkey. <laughs> Here we go, getting sued again. <laughs> I think we should move on. Five minutes. <laughs> Could you not be yourself? Well, who should I be? Literally anybody else. All right, I can try to be you. Go on. Okay. Go forward. Henceforth. Sure. Okay. Wow. What? What? <laughs> I'm so glad I don't do a podcast with myself. <laughs> okay, be anyone else. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know... That Anne Frank uh -huh. and Martin Luther King mm -hmm. were born mm -hmm. on the same day. No, I did not know that. Yes. That's interesting. Do you even associate those two pe people with the same, like, generation? No. Right? Not at all. Isn't that weird? No, it wasn't the same day. It was the same year. Same year. Same year. Regardless, you don't even associate Anne Frank and Martin Luther King. No. You associate Anne Frank with Nazi Germany and Martin Luther King with... Ah, uh, boy. I'm I'm stalling on this word. Look at my white ass stalling on this word. <laughs> wow. Segregation. Holy embarrassing. See, that's why wow. I'm here cuz I'm not <laughs> you. <laughs> oh boy. That was bad. But no, I, I that there is that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, now you do. Cuz everyone we're all wrapped up in that she was a child mm -hmm. who did not make it. Yeah. You, you don't think about that he would have been a kid at the same time. Yep. And look where he went. Yeah. That, that's, that's fascinating. Isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Well, now we need to do like a crossover movie of Schindler's List. And... No, no we do not. No. No. 
I'm sorry. I thought we were playing. No, we cannot. You can't. I thought, I, I thought we were. I thought we I will not pitch buy one. that pitch. No, no, no. But if we're going to do neat movies and things, you know, we can come up with something cooler. I'm sure. Such as. Um. Come um, on. Ah, oh, you had something in mind, and you, you 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 started this conversation, and you just didn't have anything in mind. You were like, oh. Well, um, I did, but I don't know if you want to know what I, how I had a dream the other night. About what? Well, you were there. Oh, boy. Please don't do this to me. Please don't give me this complex. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. Like, so I like coming here and doing podcasts with you, but if it becomes weird. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Well, let's see. Stop dreaming about me. Well, no. What? I'm, ew. No. No. I, it was an alien dream. All right. This is not helping your case. Let me guess, there were tentacles? Oh god, no. Oh, okay. No, these aliens came and they're kind of like squarish. Okay. Segmented, kind of like a bug. Okay. Standing up straight and tall. Alright. And so you get the head, the thorax, the abdomen. Yep, they have yeah, they have like four or five pieces to their bodies. Oh, okay. And they're talking to me, trying to negotiate world peace. Okay. And I'm t- as I'm talking to them, you go over and you start picking up the head off one of them. Yeah. And setting it down going, this is neat. Okay. And then you start pulling other bodies apart and rearranging them like Legos. Well, I'm trying to make a negotiation. And the next thing I know, they're all all their butts are now their, where their mouths are. And they're talking from their that area. Like a Democrat. That's not nice. <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying to talk. And you're sitting there just putting your hands up going, but they're stackable. And I'm like, no, put them back. And it was just bad. So stackable Mr. Potato Head aliens. Yes. And no I'm, tentacles. No tentacles. No tentacles. That I'm trying to do stuff and you're having them talk out of their butts. But they're stackable. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Was that, is that how I sounded in the dream? Yeah, and like... you had some other bad fart jokes and things. That was I was just getting pissed with you and then I got startled awake by the clawing at the door. <laughs> clawing at the door? Yeah, for real. Oh. Yeah, see... This is the holidays right now. Yes. Which means I can sleep in on some days. Yes. The cat doesn't know this. No. The cat doesn't sleep with me. Why not? Well, if Cinder was in my room, he'd knock things off the dresser, he'd get into everything, and I would get no sleep at all. So, at night, I kiss him goodnight, I close the door, everything's fine, and when my alarm goes off in the morning, he shows up and everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. When my alarm would have gone off, he's at the door crying and scratching because he doesn't know it's Thanksgiving. We don't have to wake up. Oh. How do you shut off furry alarm clocks? Easy. Uh Uh-huh. You let the furry alarm clock in with you and you let them snuggle, snuggle, snuggle (laughs) with you. Or you just leave your door open a crack. Yeah, but then he comes in, knocks things down, I get no sleep. And then he goes in and out and in and out. And yeah. Out. Sleep harder. And then he'll bring in the ball with the little jingly in it. Don't put that on the ground. I don't know where he hides it. He pulls it out at 2 a.m. Sleep harder. That is that is what you need to do. <sighs> no, I need to teach him that there's days off. There's got to be I don't, a way. I don't know. See, see cats are based on... Um, uh, how do I say this? It's kind of like a moon cycle kind of thing. A moon cycle kind of thing? Well, it's not a moon cycle. It's just a moon cycle kind of thing. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Don't jump on me, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah. This is why you show up in my subconscious? Because you yell at me. They were stackable. 
<laughs> they okay. were stabbed. But 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 cats cats have this sort of sense where they know they know that there's not necessarily twenty four hours in a day, but the same amount of time per day. Oh. They know that we happen to do things repetitively as people. So, for instance, me, I get up and I go to work uh, at around five o'clock in the morning, and I come back at around six, whatever, at night, blah blah blah. I, and I do that four days on, okay. three days off, four days on, three days off, four days on, three days off. So my cat is used to that. They understand that if my alarm goes off, which is a very distinct sound, they know it, and then they come say, hey, food, or whatever. See, that's all they need you for is food. Exactly. But I guess with with my case, it's just, okay, food, get dressed, or well, sometimes it's food, shower, get dressed, blah, blah, okay. blah, blah, and then go to work, come back, kitty, eat, and then sleep. Like, that's that's kind of my life. But then three days off. Now, do they wake you up at the same time on the three days off? No, because they know. They know that there's three days off. They're actually programmed, or at least, I think, to understand the alarm itself. When the alarm goes off, then they go trancing in. Well, if that's the case, when the alarm didn't go off, why did I still get scratchies and mew-mews at the door? Because Cinder is a whore. Oh, uh-huh. And he requests your companionship at specific hours <laughs> of every day. So he clocks in? Yes. With a little punch card? Yep. And he passes by Rolf. <laughs> hey, Rolf. Hey, Cinder. <laughs> the kids don't know that joke. Actually, That's actually, Wiley Coyote. Actually, some of them do. Because, like, my children, I raised them on the good cartoons. You remember that, um... God, it was. It had to have been months ago. I, I was over here for something. I think it was a D and D night, but I was over here for something, and I don't. I don't remember anyone else here. I think it was just you and me, and I was going on and on and on about what if Wiley Coyote had a daily blog. Yes! <laughs> yes! No, you weren't here. We were on a road trip to go do sword fighting. And you were actually oh, doing yeah. it in the car. Yeah, okay, I remember now. You were amusing we were the, the heck out of me. It was, it was, what if Wiley Coyote had a daily yes. blog? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. And that's when I said you would get sued if you tried to do this. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> I know. Go ahead, do a snippet. We won't tell. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Uh, it's Wiley again. So, um... It happened. Again. I don't... I don't want to tell you how much I spent at Acme today, but uh, let's just say uh, a lot of C4 and a springboard. And the idea was for the Roadrunner to run across. I would activate the springboard. I would drop the C4 on the Roadrunner and then as I propelled further and faster because of the springboard that I spent extra money on at Acme, I would then be able to detonate the spring or the C4 and I would be safe and the Roadrunner would not be safe. But the springboard was a little too powerful and I did not calculate the 
plateau that was right in the way. I forgot the plateau. And uh, not sure how all of my bones are still intact. I hit it going Mach 7. But uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'm just going to hang on. My wife is here. I'm gonna, I got I to gotta update you guys uh, sometimes later. Oh, Wiley, can you get married? Hey, guys, Wiley again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've learned a new lesson. Uh, don't ever look down. Don't ever look down because gravity doesn't work if you don't look down. So you just keep on looking forward, guys. Just keep looking straight ahead always. And you will never be let down by gravity because, well, <laughs> I mean, so, so I, let, me, let me set up the scene, right? I'm chasing the roadrunner. And he just he just runs right off the cliff, and he just like like keeps going, like he could fly, but he can't fly. He just runs, and I run after him, but then I realize I'm not on solid ground anymore. Until I look down, and then I fall. And you know what? I had just enough time to pull a sign out of nowhere that said "help." That's <laughs> all I needed to say was help. Okay, somehow we gotta get Warner Brothers to sign you on for these. Hey guys, Wiley again. So I actually didn't know that I was actually this good at painting. Ouch. I got I got a whole bunch of paints and I I went up to a nice flat surface on the plateau and I painted it was probably my best work ever. It was like it was a tunnel. It, I, it, it, the idea would look like a nice tunnel connected to the road and the roadrunner would be running down the road and he would see the tunnel and he would just crash right in the rock right he didn't he did he just went right through it like the tunnel was real and so obviously i had to try it anyway i have uh three misplaced vertebrae um <laughs> and i'm doing this this blog uh from the hospital bed <laughs> <laughs> there's wily coyote if he had a blog <laughs> oh i love uh, these i wish they were yeah. I, I wish we could do it. Yeah. Oh, man. I need a drink. You need a drink already? Or is it? It's meat test time. Is it? Yeah, it is meat well, test time. Funny that. I have a bottle right here. Look at that. So, this we is, have... This is another one from my friend, the Viking. So, from the Viking, we have Honeymaker. This is a blueberry mead. It is a honey wine fermented with blueberries. What does fermented mean? Alcoholic, right? You're so cute. Anyway, <laughs> so this is made with wildflower honey. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what that means. That means the honey was, the bees collected it from wildflowers, I would assume. Okay, then. Excellent. Uh, alcohol by volume is 12.5%. Okay. So this is some, some good stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't see anything so far about the year that this particular bottle was made in unfortunately so i cannot tell you the year of this bottle i don't have anything telling me well, this that's okay but, uh, but i can tell you the color is beautiful oh it is beautiful oh my god so this this is just a, in a clear bottle and it's got like this this like merging purplish reddish sunset kind of thing going well not sunset but like very very late 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 sunset yes in in wintertime kind of feel One to of those it beautiful red skies that where it mixes with the purples of the oh, night yeah. it's you know oh, yeah. right 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 at twilight yep uh so honeymaker and this is the blueberry mead from honeymaker let's go ahead and give this a sniff 
So that smells like normal mead. It though. smells I'm, like I'm normal mead. Up, I'm, I'm not picking, picking up a blueberry. I think the blueberry is just going to be the taste. Because okay. I don't smell blueberry. No. I smell nothing but straight honey yep. wine. Yep. So let's give this a uh, taste. Mm. Okay. That's good. Blueberry aftertaste. That is neat. That is really neat. I would not expect that. I'm going to give some more. You're going to get more? <laughs> don't do that. Oh, that's right. You don't like the pour noise on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pouring noise. The look, 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 over the microphone. I like that. That's really good. Nice blueberry aftertaste, but it's your... But it's, it still tastes like the honey mead, it's, so it's you got what you expect. great honey mead flavor that you love, but it's just got that blueberry flavor. So it's your... Uh, it's your your manly man saying that it's a girly drink, honey mead. Oh, they're wrong. They are wrong. They are wrong. This stuff will hit you like a truck. It does. That's why I probably shouldn't pour myself another little shot of this. No, you really shouldn't. Because <laughs> we don't need you being all like, oh my god, this mead is so... Oh. I'm told oh, yeah. by we're my friend Kat especially that she says I'm lovey-dovey drunk and she adores it. And Kat wouldn't lie. Okay. I don't recall asking. Does anybody else recall asking? So, it's no? okay if I get tipsy. Nobody. <laughs> We're going to take another moment of laughter. <laughs> oh, great. We sound, we, we honestly, we should replace the sound, like the laugh tracks on. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we really but should. But those laugh tracks have been around since the 50s. Yeah, and those people are dead now. Isn't that depressing? That is depressing. So whenever you're sitting there watching, I don't know, Big Bang Theory, and they put a laugh track down on every like five seconds, because go ahead, watch watch an episode of the Big Bang Theory, and just count out to five seconds. And if you cannot reach five without a laugh track, that show is just I hate that show. I actually like the show. Oh my god, I hate that show. But those it's laugh not tracks. It's on the air anymore. Good. So those <laughs> laugh tracks are the same ones since the fifties. Yes. Those people are dead. You're listening to the laughs and the clapping of dead people. Congratulations. See, now that's a downer. What is today? Not the comedy podcast? This, this is the... This is the fun fact podcast, but none so of them are fun. This is this is the sock drawer where Salem gets everyone depressed and needs to find bottles of mead to feel better about themselves. Well, at least now you have something to talk to your therapist about. Ooh! Oh, that's right. I went there. Don't insult the listeners. I'm not insulting the listeners. I looked in the mirror when I said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a therapist. She's a great person. I see her every Thursday. There you go. But, also, by the way, if you do have a therapist, see your therapist more often. They, they appreciate it. Yeah, I probably do. Yeah. $20 co-pays aren't really... Yeah. Yeah. But... Well, I'm sure they get paid by the insurance company something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, I think we, uh, we're pretty much wrapping up here for today. We are wrapping up here for today. We've got the mead test all but, in the uh, in the works. But, but I haven't done any shameless plugging. What? Well, see, I was bored. Okay. So now, if you go on Twitter, there's the sock drawer. If you go on Facebook, you can find the sock drawer. If you go on Patreon, yes, that too, the sock drawer. Yes, sock drawer Patreon. Yes, and. In it, you have the tiers of different types of socks. Like I made ankle socks and thigh socks. You'll see it. And the rewards are different ways to talk to each other or to talk directly to us. Oh, wow. I know. Right. I know. I don't know if anyone will do it, but Patreon's out there. 
What about um... our Discord? I also have it set up so that there, if you don't want to do Patreon, there is you can just do normal chat. Okay. Text chat. So we there's a Discord channel for the Sockdoor. Yes, there is. Cool. And if I did it right, I'm not technical savvy. If you go to our Facebook, there's a link there for it. For the Discord. Yep, but it's the, in the pin post. Through the sock drawer Facebook. Yes. Wow. Uh, the Patreon links there. Everything's there. If anyone wants to do any of that, the only thing that's not there is the Twitter thing or Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you got to go to Twitter for that you one. You got to go to Twitter for that one. And I don't know anything about Twitter. I actually have done a tweet every day for like four days ever since I made our account. You've been tweeting. Yes, as the sock drawer. What even is tweeting? I don't even know. From what I can tell, because I might be doing it wrong. I'm the worst millennial ever. I, I'm the worst whatever I am. Um, from what I can tell, all I do is type a, a little sentence about something. Okay. So like this morning when I woke up, I went, hey, going to record soon. That's it. And I hit tweet. How long ago was that tweet? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking because you said you're going to record soon. Was that tweet like... That was when I woke up. I woke up at, what, 7? I slept in. <laughs> Dude. You didn't record soon after that at all. Soon is You're missing relative. the button there. Oh, soon is relative. Time is relative. Thanks, Einstein. Thank you so much. Any other shameless dropping you feel like doing? I'm trying to think of, did I do anything else where you can find us out there? I think that's all I did. Hey, one of us has to do something to get us out there and known. And you're obviously just going to work every day and doing what you're supposed to do. So yeah, I have because to. I'm a good citizen and I do my due diligence and my daily blog. You don't have a blog. You're right. I, I can make I, you. I could make a sock tour blog. I do that for Wiley because Wiley doesn't talk. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we need a sock tour blog. This kind of is. Yeah, this pretty much is. Yeah. Stuff, is yeah. But. Uh, well, that's it for the sock drawer for this week. I think so. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, tune in next week. One of our next big topics, uh, gas station cheeseburgers. Are they the answer to everything?